0: no you did not hear that incorrectly that was our graduation march and we are only in the second week of school but this is mr dotramont again coming to you from the heart to heart podcast our fourth episode i am uh we are going to Interview a counselor, one of our longtime counselors here at Hart High School, and we are excited to have her. I, I need to make amends for, before I introduce uh, who we have on the show today, I need to make amends. A couple shows ago, we talked about the graduating class of Hart High School. This is our 75th year of Hart High School, and I, I quizzed our executive board on which graduating class they would be because they're actually not the 75th graduating class. I made the mistake, I couldn't do the math right. We are not the 71st graduating class. That was last year. We are, the class of 2020, will be the 72nd graduating class of Hart High School. But we'll put that behind us now that I've made my mistake and made amends. But I'd like to introduce a very special guest today. We have with us from our counseling office a veteran of 10 years here at Hart High School, Miss Linda Sarian. Hello, Linda. Welcome to the show.
1: Hello, Mr. Dotremont. Nice to be here.
0: We have some, it's very nice to have you here, we have some questions we want to ask you um, about uh, what counselors do at the high school level and enlighten our parents a little bit about maybe some questions that they've had and this is a great time to have them answered. Uh, I'm just going to start you off by what, in your opinion, is the role of a high school counselor?
1: Well, that is a good question. There are so many different <laughs> things that we do that it's, it's kind of difficult to pinpoint anything yes, in particular. Do, do a lot,
0: absolutely. Right.
1: It's every day is um, just whatever's walking through the door. We're just taking care of kids here, you know, taking care of kids, the staff. You know, we're kind of this liaison between the families and the staff and making sure that everybody is successful getting out of here in their four years. So there's a lot that goes into our daily job. We're not just sitting around eating donuts and drinking coffee, (laughs) that's that's for sure. Um, uh, You know, the most important piece, obviously, is making sure that the kids are getting through the graduation requirements so they can graduate in their four years and and be finished and out of here. We're also making sure that students who are interested in, in going to continue education after high school, that they're preparing themselves for that direction, but right. we have a lot of kids who are choosing other directions. So we have to make sure that we're versed in all of those options for the kids to be able to share that information with them. So some are not going to go on to four-year colleges. Some may be going on to take over a family business. Some may be Absolutely. just um, looking at going out and getting a job. Some may be going to the military. Some are going to trade or tech schools. Some are going to community college rather than a four-year university. So there's a lot right. of different options for the kids and things that we need to really um Take care of, make sure that they're understanding what they need to do to get to that next level. Absolutely. Sure.
0: We're going to explore each and every one of those pathways today. The show's going to be about an hour long. I'm just kidding with you. I
1: <laughs> know. Uh, I have <laughs> no, to. No, but
0: you guys do absolutely an amazing job. There are so many different things that we need to take into consideration because out of a public conference of a high school of over 2,000 students, not one student is probably going to do the same thing as another. That's right. Uh, there is so many different career paths and so many different pathways to college, and you guys help them do that amazingly um, at, a, at a very, very high level. One way, you know, the, one of the reasons, as I was sharing with you earlier, the reason we're doing this podcast is con- to connect more with parents. We thought it was a great opportunity for parents to be able to get to hear from a counselor at our school to talk to them a little bit about some of the things that may, they may be in the dark about. One way you engage with students, and uh, I really like seeing this, you know, I go on the morning announcements every week. The counselors also have a spot on our heart TV uh, called the Counselor's Corner, and I know you're a regular on that one with some of our other counselors to talk about uh, what students need to do to get ready, especially our seniors as their, um, their time is near an end here. But let's talk about before they get to graduation, what are some of the graduation requirements for the Hart District, for Hart High School, uh, part of the William S. Hart Union High School District? Mm-hmm. What are the graduation requirements when we talk about credits or classes? What, and, and further, what should each grade level be looking of taking every year? We can get into that later, too.
1: Okay, so the graduation requirements start with the amount of credits that a student needs, and that would be 230 credits have to be completed. That's the minimum to be completed to be able to go through our graduation ceremony and, and pick up your diploma. And that's made up of 40 credits of English, 30 credits of history, 30 math, 20 credits of science, 20 credits of PE, 10 credits of fine art, 5 credits of practical art, two and a half credits of of health, and then 72 and a half elective
0: credits. That's a lot of elective credits. Now, I didn't hear right there foreign language, but let's talk about that real quickly. Okay. Because foreign language is a big deal on our campus. We have mm-hmm. three languages. We call them world languages, Spanish, French, and American Sign Language. Right. Why should students take those if they're not a graduation requirement?
1: So those are definitely not a graduation requirement, but those are elective credits. So if a student is choosing to take those classes, they go into that elective category because 72 and a half credits of elective, that does sound like a lot. But that goes into that category. And the reason that students take a a foreign language is if they're planning to apply to a four-year college right out of high school. That is important because the minimum two years is required to apply Students often will take that third year because a lot of the colleges will expect that. Right, right. But although it's not a graduation requirement, it still can be taken as an elective for even the students who are not planning to go on to a four-year college right out of high school. It's still okay to take that class.
0: Right, and I just need to boast a little bit. Our AP Spanish language uh, students last year in 2018, and we're going to have a section on AP, uh, a podcast on advanced placement what the importance of those uh, classes are, 100% of our students last year passed the AP Spanish language exam wow, that's and they will get college credit most likely to a college of their uh, choice and so w- again that's a little teaser to AP and honors classes down the line but I cut you off Miss Sarian what should freshmen sophomores juniors seniors be looking at taking year by year I know there's some specific things especially for freshmen mm-hmm. that we definitely have to get them into and just for all the parents out there to realize, we had a shift in our counseling department this year. We went from alpha counselors, so based on your last name, to grade-level counseling. So Ms. Sarian is in charge of the
1: 11th, 11th grade. graders
0: this year. Right. But we have different counselors in charge of 9th grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade. So you may have, if you have two students or three students or even four students at our school, you uh, will have possibly different counselors right. for each of those students. So. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go in that, a little bit about each grade level.
1: Okay, so a ninth grader coming in will have six classes. And by the way, and this is something I have to um, make sure parents know, too, because every time a student walks in my door and they want to drop a class and think they don't have to replace it, they're confused by how many classes they have to take. To earn those 230 credits, you need six classes in ninth, Absolutely. six in tenth, six classes in eleventh, and then you can drop down to five in twelfth. And that, if you pass everything, that gives you exactly 230 so a student can't come in to my office right now as an 11th grader and ask to drop down to five classes. Right. Otherwise, they're going to have to take six classes as a senior instead of five.
0: Right. And you'll hear us talk about being on track for graduation. That puts them definitely not mm-hmm. on track for right. graduation. So. so
1: they do need to maintain those six classes in 9th, 10th, and 11th. Unless they've been taking uh, classes outside through summer school or um, COC, that would help add to that credit total, so that would change how many classes they would need to take for sure. But a ninth grader coming in, they're going to need their English, their math, and their science. There is no history for a ninth grader. Um, So that's three academic classes. And then they need a PE class for sure. So that's four. Must be PE
0: all ninth grade, right?
1: Definitely. PE as a ninth grader. You have to have a full year of PE in ninth grade. So that makes your four classes right now. And then they have two more spots they need to fill, and those are filled with electives. So oftentimes if a student is planning to take a foreign language with us, they'll start the foreign language in ninth grade. And then the other elective is an elective of their choice. So because they do need a fine art. A practical art, we try to make a decision between which one of those we want to get finished in that ninth grade year also. Sure. And that makes up your six classes. And I
0: heard you talk, one of the graduation requirements is health. We have a health for living class here at Hart High School and throughout the district. What's a good time for students to take that class?
1: So ninth grade is a good time to take it if they haven't decided on a fine art or a practical art, or if they're not going to take a foreign language. Taking that health class is a great option. Then we have a freshman seminar class that is on the good. other end in that second semester that helps them. Um, prepare for their future too, giving them some information about careers and and how it just really had to get through high school so that's a great option to get that health done in ninth grade if not we suggest it it be done in the summer then as opposed to taking up an elective spot sure. in
0: your 10th 11th or 12th grade In 10th grade i heard you in ninth grade say they do not have to take social studies so in 10th grade then added in is right. the social studies component
1: right so 10th grade is the english the math the science and the history and then um if they can get a P.E. done in that year. That's really a great can, yeah. thing to do and get it done. To, so then it's not
0: just hanging showing over their up head, in there. Right.
1: right, exactly. That that P.E., some some students don't enjoy it, so they, they hold off and wait till their senior year, and then they hate it in senior year. So for sure, <laughs> right. taking it as a 10th grader, getting that last 10 credits done in 10th grade gets it done and out of the way. Right. And then they still have room for one elective. So if they had started the, uh, the foreign language in 9th grade, they would want to continue on. And that would take up their elective slot, that foreign language. If they're not taking the foreign language, then they have that elective slot to get a practical art done or a fine art done
0: in 10th grade. And 11th and 12th grade, big years, right, when you talk about preparing for college, applying to Mm -hmm. college. So what are colleges looking for? What classes do they want to see a light load? Do they want to see you challenge yourself?
1: Right. They definitely want to see you challenge yourself, for sure. So you're not going to give up on your math and science once you've met the minimum high school requirements. So we try to push all the kids, all the students, to take... Um, math and science all four years. English and history, you have to continue taking in Mm -hmm. 11th and 12th grade for sure for graduation requirements. Mm -hmm. Math, you have to take in the 11th grade because you need 30 credits, which would be three years of math. But science, you only need two years of science to graduate from high school. And to apply to the four-year colleges, two years is the minimum. So Mm -hmm. sometimes kids want to stop taking that science in 11th and 12th grade. We don't like that. We want to push them to continue because it's It's really competitive out there now to try to get into colleges if that's the plan. And giving up on a science or a math when you could continue taking it, that doesn't look great to the colleges. And we definitely have
0: some uh, appealing options when it comes to even math classes, but Mm -hmm. science classes here as well. Some science electives we we have that students really get engaged with.
1: Right, for sure. We have the AP computer science classes. We have an AP psychology class. So we do have some other classes if they are going to stop taking a math or science in that senior year especially they need to consider taking some of those other Absolutely. AP options that we have. We also have business classes. Those are great options, too. Fulfill that college prep elective, too. Right. So.
0: Right. And, you know, I heard you talk about the freshman seminar class. We also have a college and career seminar class for any students that want to get on the right track. But one thing we try to get students on is a pathway. For those maybe students who aren't looking at going to a four-year university or college right off the bat, uh, we try to get them involved in a um, a CTE, a Career Technical Education Pathway. Can we talk a little bit about some of our pathways we have here at Hart and how would a student even start to get on one?
1: Right, so um, we have... The um, Career and College Readiness Program, we call that the CCR program.
0: Formerly ROP, correct?
1: Formerly ROP, right? They just changed the name. Pretty much the same kind of a program. Um, And Mrs. Washington, Donna Washington, she is our CCR advisor. So she is somebody the kids really need to get to know right away early on in ninth grade because she can help you determine what pathway you might be interested in and tell you everything you need to know about those classes. So uh, she is in the attendance office, just so you know. If you go walk into the attendance office, keep walking, you will crash right into her desk. But she is um, somebody who can explain the pathways. Uh, Even parents are welcome to call her or go in and visit her if they would like more information about the pathways. But we have quite a few different pathways. We have some of our uh, pathway classes are offered during the school day, but then we have some that are after night. I'm I'm sorry, after school in the evenings. We have classes in animal science, uh, health science. We have classes in, um, fire science, criminal justice. So, uh, business,
0: right, really hospitality, exciting options, yeah.
1: auto, a lot of different choices.
0: And some are here at heart. Others are across the Santa Cruz Valley at other district schools. Right, um, right. but we, we can definitely fill you up here at heart. We should get Ms. Washington on the show one day just great. to completely yeah. talk mm-hmm. about the CCR pathways. That's something we can definitely do. Mm-hmm. Um, One final thing to talk about that parents may want to know about, when's a good time for their students to start taking these standardized tests? When I'm talking about standardized tests, I'm not talking about the tests like CASP or things we do here as a school for the state. I'm talking about on their own. They would probably have to pay for these things like the PSAT or the SAT or even AP tests that we talked about earlier. What's the best Option for students, and, and when or why mm-hmm. should students take these?
1: Right. So, when we're talking about those tests, we're talking about the SAT or the ACT. Those are the two college entrance exams. And if your plan is to apply to a four year college right out of high school, you have to take the SAT or the ACT. Mm-hmm. Because the colleges need to see your scores, and that's what helps them determine whether they're going to admit you or not. So those are required. If your plan, though, is not to go to a four-year college, but instead to go to a community college, you don't have to take the SAT or ACT. That is um, not needed because if you go to community college, you only need your high school diploma to get in. And then once you're there, you're taking college courses early on. And then when you transfer to a four-year college, You still don't need the SAT or ACT because your college work from the community college is what the four-year college will be looking for.
0: And we have an excellent community college in our backyard. That's College of the Canyons. A lot of our students, you mentioned earlier, take some classes while they're in high school. We could have another whole other segment Mm -hmm. on that as well as far as dual enrollment goes. Right.
1: So, the SAT or the ACT, there are two different tests, Um, there are a few differences between those two tests. The ACT, it has a science section, so if you're really strong in science, the ACT sometimes will show a better score for you than the SAT, which is just math and English based. So, But either one of them are um, important tests to take, and we always recommend that juniors take that test once at the end of the junior year, and then a second time right at the beginning of the senior year, either the October or November test, and have that finished so you get your score. Back in time to do your college applications.
0: Before that, should when should they take the PSAT? Is that mandatory or the, should they? Right.
1: The PSAT is not mandatory. It's the preliminary SAT. It's like a practice exam that's yeah. provided by the college board. And that's offered every October for 10th and 11th grade students. So here at um, Hart High School. Here at yeah. Hart High School, right, right. So we're having that test October 16th this year. But every year it's it's October. And it's mid, around mid-October that that mm-hmm. test is offered. So, again, for 10th and 11th grade students, they can take that test. It helps you prepare to let you see what kind of questions you're going to be asked on the actual
0: SAT. And it and it seems like every year we have uh, a student who a few years back in their 10th grade year, most likely, took the PSAT and got put in a pool of students nationally for the National Merit Honors uh, Society, Honor Scholarship, mm-hmm. and... Um, it's it's amazing some of the success we've had here at Hart High School or across the district mm-hmm. when it comes to National mm-hmm. Merit Honor Scholars.
1: Right. Right. So as an 11th grader, you can qualify for scholarships through that program if yep. you score high enough on that PSAT, right. that right. preliminary SAT. Good test to take. It gives you it also gives you feedback on your strengths and your weaknesses to help you then better prepare to take the SAT. That's
0: great. Mm-hmm. And you know what, that's what counselors are here to do. They're here for you students, for you parents, to rely on to better prepare for your future, and that's really what we want to be able to do at Hard High School, and we've done it for many, many years. We plan on continue to doing that, continuing to do that, and um, we just want to partner with you. And thank you, Ms. Sarin, for being here with us today. Is there one lasting thought you want to leave our, our listeners with today um, as a counselor at Hard High School or just in general?
1: Something that is just really hard to get through to the students is that this time is so important because you're going to look back as an adult on your high school years and think, I wish I had pushed myself or I wish I had taken some of those CCR classes or I wish I had a little more fun because I got involved. So the things that we are trying to get the kids to do is really get themselves involved in right. these four years because this is your one chance to have a great time before you leave here and then have to
0: face reality.
1: Exactly. Right. (laughs) So just trying to help these kids have some fun, but really find themselves during these four years and, and help them prepare for moving on.
0: That's great. Well, I really appreciate you stopping in uh, to the show. This is the heart to heart podcast. I am Mr. Dotremont. Thank you, Ms. Sarian for being here with us today. We will take you out with the heart regiment uh, playing, our marching song at graduation as we started with. Thank you again, and we will see you next time.
1: Bye.